Welcome to Positively Empowered Kids podcast. Listen to interviews from adults and children passionate about children's well-being. Join us to feel inspired and empowered. Hope you enjoy listening. Yes. Okay, we're good. Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie, one of the co-founders of Positively Empowered Kids. And again, today we've got an interview with an amazing lady, um, Donna Chambers. <laughs> she is, um, I've known Donna for quite a while. Um, she was, a long time ago, my, two of my children's head teacher. And um, we've been through me being a governor and we've just kept in touch, haven't we? Um, so I'd love to introduce Donna because obviously as Positive Empowered Kids, we really want to inspire and empower families. That's what we do. And so we're bringing some experts into um, the room to you to, so that you can kind of get a little bit of insight and inspiration, hopefully. So hi, Donna. Hi, good morning. Morning. So tell us a little bit about you. So what about me? Uh, I was a primary uh, a teacher through and through. So I wanted to be a teacher when I was five and, and that never changed really. It became my ambition and it's still my ambition there now at nearly 50. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I always had a passion for teaching. I was a head teacher for about 13 years before I moved to London to join um, a Majesty's Inspectorate. But then decided I wanted to spread my wings a bit and did some research, interestingly enough, into parents and the role that they play in in their children's lives and I'm an executive head teacher at the moment actually uh, in I've got a couple of special schools that I'm looking after so our most vulnerable children uh, but I think it's most important to say that you know I'm also a mum and a nanny mm. uh, I've got two grandchildren two grandsons as well oh. uh, one of whom is uh, whose whose mum says she's really glad she's got me in her life because homeschooling has been a nightmare um, <laughs> but I think to say and, and no Jackie I've said this to you before but you know, I do know many answers as, as a head teacher and an educational practitioner, but you know, I'm a mum, three sons and two stepsons. And, and whilst I often get it right in school, I often get it very wrong uh, with them. So there is no answer. Um, and um, I think there's probably more mistakes that we make than when we get it right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and we sh I shared the other day, and I know you, you like this, of a kind of a head teacher um, statement of, um, the homeschool situation because so many people are putting a lot of pressure on themselves and feeling that they're not good enough and not able to kind of educate their children very well um what would be your advice to them at this time because i know you know we're all mums yeah. yeah um and it is challenging you know i've got i've got an 11 year old um and two older ones and I'm trying to navigate it as well. So from your perspective, what would you say? I think it's really interesting, actually, because when, when you're trying to educate children in a school, uh, my, my, my first and foremost sort of statement would be you've got to ignite the spark. Because if you don't ignite their spark, you ain't going to get them with you. Um, and you do that in however you do it. For me, it's always been humour and being a bit daft. Has sort of been my, 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 as you know, Jackie, you've seen me that um, And I think it's exactly the same for the children because you've, you've got, you think of my grandson at home, he loves his animals. So, you know, don't sit down trying to get a, a, a maths problem that the teacher might have sent home with a, a, a building site. If you can do that same piece of work with his animals or in the garden, making it real, that's the thing to do. And, and I think the key thing um, is to remember when we have children in school for five and a half hours they're probably educated for I don't know three four of those but they're educated in a class of 30 or thereabouts um, 
So you don't have to be doing that all day long because if I'm home to it, home to a train, if we've got a child who's being educated at home, they'll probably get an hour and a half a day, uh, two hours a day, because there's only so much children can take. So my big advice would be, think about what it is you want the child to learn today. So for example, the thing we're learning today is uh, we're gonna learn about 2D shapes. We're gonna learn the names of shapes. Get them out in the garden if you've got a garden or get them doing a, you know, a, a treasure hunt in the house to find as many shapes. Don't, don't try and make it a, a, a sitting at a desk kind of activity. Might be a little bit of that afterwards because you might say, write that down for your teacher. They're gonna be so impressed with all the shapes that you found. Um, but try and make it as real as possible. So for example, mm -hmm. one of the things I've been doing with my grandson is I've been doing a bedtime story for him, which I've loved, on video. And at the end of it, I've sort of said, oh, who was the first person Mr. Bump went to visit? Or, you know, whatever. And it's asking a question without it seeming like it's work. Um, so it's trying yeah. to find a way. So again, you know, pretend, make it real for children. So for example, um, oh, quick, get a pen and paper because I've not written the shopping list today. Um, or just go and do this, do that, do that, the other, you know, giving instructions, just write those instructions down for me so that the children genuinely feel that they're helping you rather than yeah. saying that we're going to sit down and write some instructions because they'll just switch off. Yeah, I think the, the difficulty is being a parent is the emotional connection that with a school, you don't have that parental connection. You do have the love for the children. We know that as, as teachers, head teachers, you've got that love for the children, but there's not that deep no. <laughs> family emotional connection, which makes a difference when you're trying to get kids to do stuff. Absolutely. And it would be, abs it would be so wrong for a parent then to become a teacher because, you know, and I've always laughed as, as a, as a mum, I had three, three, three sons, two stepsons. My own sons never asked for my help with their homework because I was their mum. My stepmother's sons would walk in and say, they call, called me Dee, um, Dee, um, can you help me with my homework? Because it was a different relationship. Um, so you can't change that, and, and mm -hmm. you shouldn't try to change that either, because that's too con confusing for children. But it's, 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 I think that one of the other options is, is to try and um, sort of, oh, you know, the teacher sent this piece of paper and you've got to work out what the, you know, whatever it is, you've got to work out what, um, you know, we've got to punctuate this sentence. Well, I can't do it kind of thing. Guarantee the child will say, oh, mom, for goodness sake, I can do that. It's, it's trying not to be a teacher, really. Yeah. Um, trying to pretend you don't know because they will make that work. That's great idea. Great <laughs> idea. Because actually, for most of the year six work that my daughter gets, I haven't got a clue. So actually to say, gosh, I can't work this out. Can you help me? That's a real shift in, in how they'll respond to you. And actually, what seriously, one of the best one of the best ways that children learn is to recall what they know. Because mm -hmm. for them to recall it, they've got to regurgitate it and make, make sense of it. So the more you can say, I don't get that, I need you to tell me again the more it will be instilled in their memory. And part of the new curriculum and the new, just talking educationally, part of the new curriculum and the new offset framework is the importance of getting children to recall and build on what they already know. So one of the best questions you can ask children as a mom, or, or dad, granny, whoever you are that's working with your children at home at the minute, big brothers and sisters often at the minute as well, is just to say, how do you know that? Well, how do you know that that's the times? How do you know? Who told you that that was an equal sign? 
well, when did you learn that, do you think? And they'll go, well, I've always known it. And it just reminds them of all the different components that build up the learning that they're doing. That's just Absolutely. been a bit educational. Yeah, that's great. That's great. You know, for me, I'm just thinking with, with what I'm doing because Chloe just is kind of really anti doing a lot of work from school, which is fine. I say to her, do what you feel that you want to do right now. Um, and I've said, I've actually kind of looked at with her what she really wants to learn, what she really wants to do so that we can get her joy of learning going. Yeah. So she wants to be creative. She wants to do art. She wants to kind of make things. She wants to learn electronics. So we've gone and got an electronics kit. So she's doing the literacy by reading and trying to understand and yeah. kind of make things work. She's doing kind of the science. And so there's lots blended in. I'm not really thinking too deeply about it, but I, just from reflection, she's enjoying and wanting to do more yeah. because it's, her choice of learning and that and that's exactly it you think of a good old-fashioned comprehension exercise where you give a, a child a piece of writing and say you know um uh, what did what word did the author use to show that the person was cross for example you saying to, to to chloe right chloe just research how that's going to work on the electronics right what was the main point in that there's no difference ah, okay she's using a piece of text and she's finding the key information so there's no difference to that really the only difference is she's then not going to put it into a full sentence in an answer she's just going to say oh we need to put a to b or whatever so yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it's, it's just but i think just keep sort of i i say to emma my daughter-in-law imagine that you're an alien or say to your your child uh, imagine i'm an alien and you'll remember probably the alien <laughs> with the kids jackie but we won't go there but imagine you're an alien and you know nothing so you know i was getting ollie to describe things he could see in his garden for me to guess what it was so he was saying it's a gribbity gribbity green thing that jumps it's a frog so it's about them using language but in a fun way because he was obviously yeah. saying to his mom nanny will never get this one um, and, and I was going, well, I, don't, I can't work it out. So two things. One, it's really good for kids to see us to get things wrong and for us to fail and for us to not know stuff. Uh, but, but most importantly, the more that they regurgitate it, the more they'll learn. That's amazing. You've been really inspirational. <laughs> I knew you would be. That's why I was like, oh, Donna. <laughs> but it's just so, I think for me, listening to you as, as a parent, um, you just feel like this weight's taken off you that we don't have to educate them for six hours a day because there's a group of 30 normally and they're having to kind of work slower um, and we can do that within an hour and a half two hours and then let them kind of have some exercise get out do things that they really want to do that are educational my daughter doesn't go on social media or any she doesn't really go on social media but she doesn't get to talk to her friends um, until sort of five o'clock because we're all doing that kind of time to do things um at the minute she's she's talking to a friend because we're on easter holidays i've given her that time yeah. um to do that to connect because it's important so i think what what you've got there jackie and what's absolutely key in any family whatever is is boundaries we can't yeah. let the boundaries go seriously because if we let the boundaries go completely we'll never get them back and no. we're going to have a real battle when kids have to go back to school sure you know, it, all of us are in a different way of life at the minute. And there's many positives about that as much as we're all struggling with it. Um, but it's the boundaries are still there. So when you as a parent say no, it's got to be a no. Uh, yeah. Whether that's two minutes or five minutes, because the minute you lose that, you, you'll really struggle to pull that back. Says Thank she you. that's brought up five boys. 
you've had to have those boundaries <laughs> that's why you're still sane well i don't know about that <laughs> oh dear well thank you it's been brilliant really really so appreciate welcome. your time today and i'm sure lots of people i'm going to share this quite widely because i think people will get so much out of this conversation so thank you for your time thanks jackie take care you're welcome bye Thank you so much for listening to our fantastic Positively Empowered Kids podcast. If you'd like to know more about what we're doing, please find us at www.positivelyempoweredkids.co.uk or you can search us on all the social media platforms, Positively Empowered Kids. Bye.